Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. This show is brought to you in part by James Spangler. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Hello, this is Carlin Schneider from Levin, Oregon. Stalkers, and you're listening to That Story Show. And if you're not allowed to listen to That Story Show, consider listening to Nobody's Listening. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this lady's house. I left her some guano. (laughs) Hey, podcast people, this is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 308, brought to you the week of August 15th, 2019. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Your good friend, Johnny Stein, from down the block, is here as well. All right. That's down, me, down just in case block. you're wondering. How's your week been, man? Crazy? Oh, man. Let me just say yes. School's starting back up and everything. Back and, to school. And you work for, for a school. I work for, I'm the IT guy for the school now. Boo. And uh, a lot of people have, have I lots of lots of a lot of people have what? IT information technology <laughs> oh. needs, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think do. I, I think your internet needs information uh-huh. technology needs too. But uh that's <laughs> all right. I'm um very excited because School has almost started on my side of things. Um, mm. Like my kids are almost completely done installing themselves into school. And by that, I mean, we've been going to uh, 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 open houses and um, info meetings and new parent orientations. orientations. Yes. And mm. um, the last one I think was last night. And Jenna starts school tomorrow. And then cool. after that, I think there's one more back to school picnic. And then it's just scheduling. And and that's mostly means me just driving them to school and and picking them up. So that sounds like fun. Yeah. Except it doesn't. <laughs> no, just kidding. It sounds like great times. Uh yeah. Life's like that. Hey, bef- yeah. before we get too f- uh, far into the show, I want to thank some people. I want to thank Hannah and Cameron from Dubai because they sent me a package and it had Legos in it. And, what? And it had dates in it and it had cookies and coffee all from Dubai. Oh, that's so awesome. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That is cool. Or were it- they... Uh- that's uh, UAB, right? Dubai is in the yeah. United Arab Emirates, right? So, so I got so. I got a camel of Le- a Lego camel, except it's That's not real cool. Legos. It's some, you know, it's, it's not Legos, but it's Dubai Legos. Yeah, and uh, the dates are really cool. Were were filled with nuts and things Probably made out of oil. Yeah, and the and the the cookies were. Uh, date filled as well so they they must eat a lot of dates over there yeah so haven't uh, you watched aladdin i i i haven't but i my only i i did see in um back to the future also known as uh um return of the last jedi no <laughs> what, what movie what? am i thinking of <laughs> i don't know it's got a guy who swings on a on a whip What's that movie called? Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones with the bad dates. That's the only thing I can think of. Man, that, that took a long time. <laughs> we had a couple of uh, the characters right in there, at least. Yeah. Uh, Han Solo was there. I knew what I was trying to say. Yeah. yeah. I also want to thank Tammy Edwards for my birthday. 
uh, stuff. She she gave me a little buzz and stickers and a card, and the card had money in it for my birthday. It was so awesome. So thanks, Tammy Edwards. You're the best. Am I back yet? Yes. Okay. I just said Tammy Edwards is the best. I agree. And I would love to thank Tammy Edwards because she's the best. She sent me stuff for my birthday. It was great. So Now, was that other stuff from Dubai for your birthday or just because? I was just because. I didn't even know it was coming. It was just super cool. It was just there. So um, we always start with an opening story. And this one's from Sarah in Montana. It's called Crazy Dog. And, and we've all known a crazy dog. Um, when you're little, dogs yeah. can be scary if they're bigger than you. So this is kind of what that's about. And crazy. When I was probably 10 or 11 years old, I had a neighbor who had an extremely hyper and overactive huge German shepherd named Roscoe. Is there, is there any other kind? Because we had, a, we had a, uh, a German shepherd named Dingo when I was a kid. We had to get rid of him. Dingo? Yeah, Dingo had to get we had to give him away to another family because he was just so aggressive. Um mm. not in a mean way, just like an overly playful way. You uh. know? But anyway, one night a huge storm blew through the neighborhood and knocked a bunch of huge tree limbs down, and one of the limbs landed on a chain link fence, bending it down quite severely. This fence was one one we shared with Roscoe's owners. So the next day, me and my sisters, who were probably eight and six at the time, we were playing outside, and Roscoe comes out. Bottom <laughs> We like Roscoe, but we're kind of nervous because he's big, <laughs> and when he's ne- he's we he's never had access to us before. So <laughs> Roscoe also likes us, and he he likes us so much he finds the bent part of the fence and crosses over. Several things happen next all at the same time. Roscoe jumps over the fence and starts ambling toward us. (laughs) Ambling? Ambling. (laughs) Immediately, we all start screaming like we're going to die because Roscoe is very friendly. The only bad thing that would have happened would be him licking our faces, but we didn't know that at the time. Anyway, my first thought was to run inside and grab my mom, so I abandoned my two younger sisters. (laughs) They yelled at me for that later. (laughs) Don't leave us with the dog. Don't do it. And I start running like my life depended on it. And not not like his sister's lives depended on it. Just his. No. Yeah. And I found my mom and I yelled, at Roscoe, jump the fence and he's going to get my sister. So she walks with me back outside. <laughs> note, note that she walks back outside. And we both find my sister screaming at the top of the slide while Roscoe is trying to climb up the ladder. <laughs> Stupid dog. Doesn't don't even know dogs don't climb ladders unless they've been special. They gotta be specially trained. But his tail was wagging like crazy, wanting to play with them and eat their faces. To sum things up, our neighbor got curious about the screaming and saw what happened and came and got Roscoe. For a month after this, we did not go near the fence, and it took us a long time to warm up to that crazy giant dog. That's from Sarah in Montana. I hope they fix the fence too. Yeah, because you know, up in Montana, they have huge yards. Yeah, and and good fences make good neighbors. I heard that once. Was that in a poetry? I or made something? it up. I made okay. it up just now. I believe you. It's totally me. Um, it's time for our weekly rewind. Let's do that. Rewinding. And if you ever call me a liar again, under your breath. What? I'm voting you off the show. I didn't I didn't say that. I heard you. You said that. I heard you. What? <laughs> I don't think I did, but <laughs> maybe it's subconscious. Maybe you sent it to me subconsciously, but I did. I made that up myself just now. Okay. Um okay, so it's no, weekly rewind time and I want to hear yours first cuz mine's long and boring. Okay. <laughs> I see that in the notes here. I uh <laughs> I was like, man, I'm going to have a really lame one compared to you. But here we go. So uh, we, is being the job that I have, you know, I, I attend funerals at times for, for people who pass away. Just for, for fun. For families. Yeah, it's sometimes for fun. Uh, it's kind of like a sport, you know, pastors, they just kind of get around and they attend random funerals. and Shake things up a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's 
Some people crash weddings. I crash funerals. There you go. <laughs> Little thing you didn't know about me, but uh, actually none of that's true. But I do. Uh, I did have to uh, uh, have the opportunity to attend a funeral of a, a, a family member of one of our church members here. And um, she had lived a long, wonderful life. I think she was like in close to 90. And uh, just an awesome lady. I visited her in the hospital once, and she was just a real sweet lady and stuff. So I was sad to see her go. Um, uh, but uh, they were having the, the the ceremony here at the church, and I was running the sound and the lights and all the stuff that you know the media nerds do. And uh, I was sitting in the back, so that's where I sit is in the very back, so kind of out of the way, so people can't. You're, see, yeah, you're not see. supposed to be noticed. Right, right. Because, you know, that's that's what we do. But there's other people that like to sit back there too. Uh, sound guy. Um, sometimes the uh, the administrator, the business administrator, pastor, he, he came back there and sat with me too because he just, you know, didn't want to be in the way and just wanted right, to be there. Right, right. The thing about uh, this guy, we'll call him Chad because uh, that's his name. And uh, he's, he's, he's really, he's funny guy. And he loves to, to just little one-liner comments, you know, kind of under his breath, right? Uh, just kind of, you know, he'll say things and stuff. So uh, the different people are eulogizing the, uh, the, the lady who had passed away. And um, a young gal, one of her granddaughters, got up to, to read a poem. And she goes up and she's, she's sniffling and she's like, <laughs> you know, stuff. And she says, I'm going to do this without crying. And and Chad, he <laughs> he says under his breath, "It's too late." <laughs> so yeah. he says that they always say that while they're crying. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do this without crying. And he's like, yeah, "Too late." <laughs> She's already crying. And so I was like, "Oh no, you didn't just do that because I have to remain, you know, calm and serious and yes. and reverent." And uh, I'm in the back of the room, so you know, I don't want to make any noise and people turn and look at me. So uh, I start laughing, but I, I'm able to, you know, keep it in the quiet laugh. I'm like, if I just put my face down and don't look at Chad ever, uh, I'll be okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, like when you're trying to hold back the giggles and you look over at the other person, yes. they're still laughing from it and yeah. it just makes you laugh harder. So I, I, I look down into the ground, I, I close my eyes and I just stop thinking about it. But what's happening is every time this girl, <laughs> every time she, she's <laughs> reading this great. poem, she sniffles and starts to cry. And then I, I hear his voice inside <laughs> my head say, it's too late. <laughs> so I laugh. So you're me. ruined. I mean, it's ruined. I didn't draw any attention that I know of, um, but uh, it was it was a very difficult time. It's the worst, and people don't understand. But when you're a minister, Mm. you know, it's not that you're being disrespectful or anything. It's just there there are some things that happen commonly at funerals, and and uh, it's just how you deal with it, you know. Am I gone again? You are back. It's like when you ask if you're gone again. Oh, it, it's like, back, whoops, so. whoops. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> no, I was just saying that, uh, that that people don't know how how hard it is sometimes uh, as, a, as a minister or, or somebody that works around funerals and weddings and stuff like that. And, and it's, it's their special time and their very special moment. And, uh, and then some, some dork will do something and it just, it ruins the whole thing for you. You're trying to keep a sober face and trying to be nice and respectful and, and it's hard. (laughs) Somebody (laughs) says Fortunately, there's enough distance between the back row and where we were sitting that I I think we went unnoticed. So, Uh, yeah, I, I just, I just have to get up and leave sometimes like I'm terrible at weddings. I cry through the whole things and funerals. I I'm the kind of guy that laughs at a funeral. Can't really? understand what I mean. Well, you soon will. I mean, huh. that's, I, I just get, uh, I, 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 I watch people and, and I don't laugh yeah. at them. I just, I don't know. I'm just a morbid guy, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Um, speaking of history of losing your shirt. I do. It's been hmm. a long time. So. And I'm, I'm waiting 
till till you say you're sorry. It's only what just a few more days. <laughs> just a few more weeks. Um, no, my my weekly update happened just the other day. We went to um, uh, Cracker Barrel. Lovely, which is probably the whitest restaurant in America. Well, that's why they call the Cracker Barrel, I, right? I, I really believe that with all my heart. The the they're um, not that I haven't seen people of color in in the restaurant. I'm I'm just saying. I I saw a shirt that uh, looked like a, a hoodie on the top, and it had a had a had a logo of some local college team on it. And then at the bottom half, it's like somebody just sewed lace on there. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the my daughter even said it before I did. I wanted to say, what white person got all of this? And she's like, she she <laughs> says, she says, how could somebody ruin a, a hoodie like this? And, and it did. It looked thuggish from the, from the shoulders up and it looked like grandma from the waist down. And I, I don't know who would buy that. But I was only looking because my daughter goes in there and she freezes every time we go in there. She's cold, and and I and I feel bad for her, but then I don't because I'm like, you're ninth grade, you know we're going out. Put on a jacket, and so I was looking for jackets, and then when I saw that one, I was like, yeah, let's get her in this. <laughs> let's get her in this now. Let's get her in this way. <laughs> did you get it for? Her? No, I did not because it was probably twenty five dollars, <laughs> and I'd rather have a squishy T Rex hand puppet. So, oh, yeah, you know, no, but, um, so I'm, I'm sitting there and, and I'm on a special diet right now. I'm doing the keto diet. And so that means I can't have, uh, a lot of the sides with my meal. So I get chicken tenders, tenderloins grilled and, uh, they say, well, okay, two sides. And I'm like, can I just have two side salads? And she's like, okay, sure, sure. And usually what they'll do is they'll bring one out early and then they'll bring the second one out with my meal. So it's not as ridiculous as it sounds. They actually do it pretty, pretty regularly, like a normal person. But this time, (laughs) this lady did what I always wish they would have done. She dumped both of them together in a big bowl and brought it out. And I had my big, I just had one big salad and I'm eating it. And, and. After I tell you what I'm about to tell you, you're going to wonder uh, these things. You're going to wonder, was he eating it with much joy? Was he eating it as if he hadn't eaten in a while? Did he have his elbows up on the table and his head ducked down down into the bowl so to keep the, the, the fork to bowl to mouth ratio distance down to a minimum? And I'm going to answer all those right now and say, no, I don't believe I did. But this lady uh-huh. comes walking by. You know, we have a shirt in the in the, uh, in the the store at uh, NLCast.com. And it it's made for me, and I don't own one. I just made it so other people can buy it. It just says, talk stupid <laughs> to me. Because yeah. that's apparently what my face says to people. And so this lady <laughs> comes hobbling by. And she's hobbling because she she she's a uh, she's an older lady and she is a larger <laughs> lady and she's kind of working it to get the momentum to walk past me. Okay, okay. I'm just okay. trying to trying to be nice. And she looks at me and she smiles and she says, "I really like salad." Uh, okay. <laughs> and I didn't know what to say. I've got a fork full of salad. I was about to put it in my mouth. And so what I said was, well, it is good for you. And I felt so <laughs> stupid. I'm like, that just happened. I just said that. And she goes on about a way and my family's kind of looking at me. I'm like, what? Was there something else I should have said? Was there a better thing for me to have said? Because I don't know how you respond to that. And and because I'm like, did I look like I was eating it like too fast? Because <laughs> she didn't say it looks like you really like salad. She said I really like salad. Okay. And and what I wanted to do was have come back with. I was thinking about it in the car. I'm like, I should have had some sort of snarky, witty, comeback. Yeah. 
and but but I don't want to come across like a butthead on my podcast. So what I decided to do instead was come up with the top ten Christian things that I could have said back to this lady. <laughs> okay, so that's what I've top got. 10. With. All right, so at number ten, the response to "I really like salad" should have been "Yes, Amen, sister." Thick. Yeah, okay. yeah. Number nine we could just a be a one. simple. I receive it, sister. I receive it. You know, mm. I, I really like salad. I do too, by God. Bless God. I mean, so um, uh, another one could have been uh, number three. Uh, I don't know if we're counting up or down anymore. I've lost track already. Number three would be, um, she says, I really like salad. I could have said, would you like to sit down and share in God's bounty with with us? You know, come she, and receive it. Yeah, again. just receive the bounty. And uh, number four would be, you look like you could use some yourself. Oh, how'd that get in there? <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so wrong. I'm sorry. That one's not that the, the top nine things that a Christian could say. <laughs> sorry. Take that one out. Yeah, let me really re- release that one back into the wild. Um, <laughs> another one I, I thought of is, is uh, but don't you wish it were bread and fish instead, sister? Don't you wish? That it was blessed yes. by the hand of Jesus himself. Uh, n- mm-hmm. Number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Number seven, uh, six would be uh, take a seat, pull up a chair. Let's say a prayer. That would have been a good thing to have said to her. Yes, pull up a chair. Let's pull- say a prayer. And uh, or, or number seven, I really like salad. Do you, Mildred? God knows your heart. You know, <laughs> you lying to me, woman? <laughs> and uh number number uh nine or or eight would have been uh praise God from whom all salads flow. Mm. Praise him. You praise know. him all dressings here below. So yeah, th- these praise are Christian things croutons. that I would have yeah. said instead of being mean and, and it's so much easier to be mean. Uh and then, then another one would number two would have been just simply really turning it on it on its heel and getting really sanctificious and religious and saying, uh, "Are you coveting, Mildred? Are you being, are you? or are you being prideful? Like mm. I really, I really like salad. You think you like salad, James? I like salad. You just I need love to it. Hobble your way on down to the bathroom, Mildred, and Mildred. um." It's like, uh, the, but go the, buy yourself a hoodie <laughs> with lace on it. <laughs> the most, the, the most Christian thing I could have said and should have said instead of what I did say, which was just "It's good for you." <laughs> I should have said, <laughs> "She said I really like salad," and I could have said, "Well, I really like you." <laughs> Let's be friends. Let's make friends over this salad, yeah. you ninety-five-year-old woman. You. That- I like you that, you know, I think you're onto something. You need to have, you need to have a comeback, not necessarily a comeback, but something to say when you're, when somebody says something weird to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had this similar instance last week. Maybe I should change my weekly rewind to this. Uh, um, Lady that I I know from church, she came into the Chick-fil-A where Johnny works because her daughter works there too. And she, she's, as she's approaching us to say hello, she mentions that she doesn't have any makeup on. And I always feel like I need to respond. And yeah, as I was going through things to respond with, I'm like, I shouldn't say anything at all. So I don't think I did, but, but, uh, I talked to my wife about this afterwards and I was like, I don't know what to say. And she said, well, you probably don't need to say anything, but, um, I did come up with a good response. And that is, I don't have any on either. Ah, so there you go. Now we know what to say if a lady says, I don't have any makeup on. I can say, well, I, I'm not wearing any either. No, I think they really want to hear that I couldn't tell. Oh, gee, that's a good That's a good one. That's what they want to hear. That's, what, that's all you have to do is figure out what somebody wants you to say. And that's the problem with the I really like salad lady is I didn't know if she was dissing me. <laughs> like, boy, you really like that salad. Or if she, what did she want to hear in return? What, what ice was she breaking? <laughs> I couldn't tell. That's what, yeah. I really couldn't tell. <laughs> no, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like you need some here. You take it. 
<laughs> so let it let it fill you. <laughs> let it fill you up and overflowing. Yeah. So as you waddle waddle away, waddle 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 to the very next day. Bum 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 bum. Oh no. Anyway, you can't sing that. It's time for us to do some giveaways. Last week we we read three stories, three responses because of the bra badger uh, situation. If you don't know, go back a couple episodes and listen. And we had uh, Target Lady yeah. by Liam. We, we had up. we had Bra Badger backstory, but from Samantha and Brazier Bedlam from Lucas. And according to the internets and the poll that we posted on uh, the the NLCast community group, I'm rolling. Yeah, uh, the the twenty dollar Steam gift card is going to Lucas Kirk. So congratulations. <gasps> that congratulations. was Lucas Kirk. I thought that was an old lady. Yeah! Woohoo! You go, Luke! Yeah! Woohoo! Okay, enough of that. Was that Mortal Kombat? <laughs> I don't know. Don't say that. I might get sued. Oh. <laughs> I mean, was that a well known video game that was ultra violent back in the late 90s? I don't know. I have no Early idea. Early 90s? When did it come out? Uh, Early 90s. That came out when I was in. High school. I like what Mike in Michigan wrote, though. He sent in our only email vote, and he voted. Uh, he says, I don't have a Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. I live in a hole in the ground with internet, but I wanted to vote because <laughs> I'm. A su- it's super fun for me that someone remembered my story about the sweater puppies all, all these years later. So I vote for that one since she didn't want the steam code, though I say give it to the host choice. So Mike in Michigan, thank you for writing in and, and submitting your vote. And we are. We're going to give it to Lucas, who talked about the uh, bra badgers eating skin tags, which is grosser than gross. Oh, that, I forgot about that part. Thanks. Uh, all right. Yeah. It's time for a new yeah. segment. It's called Human Lie Detector. That's right. John, is your turn to tell me a truth or a lie, and it's my job and my turn to decide if you're telling the truth or the lie. I get to ask several questions, and uh, but you get to start it. So, Okay, well, I'm hooked up to the machine right now, so I will begin with my truth or lie. So, lie. some years ago. I- <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that yet. <laughs> Can't say that yet. Uh, now I might have to tell the truth. I mean, <laughs> yeah. okay. go for it. Go Good for one. it. Did the meters read? I don't even know. So, some years ago, when I was a schoolboy at a Christian school in Florida, um, I was in the midst of taking a test, a test to which I thought I knew most of the answers, and I proceeded to answer with the best knowledgeable and choice uh, that I could with each answer that I gave. I hope that I was answering correctly. And I, I, I had a couple questions on some of the, the, the questions that were needing answers. Gosh, that sounds redundant. And uh, I wasn't too sure if I was absolutely right. You know, like sometimes when you take a test, you just know, yeah. right? You just, you know, you know. Well, I just, a couple of them I just wasn't sure about. And uh, I, I, my desk was really close to the teacher's desk. And um, I, I happened to look over on her desk, not intentionally, but just kind of because I have wandering eyes, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and I saw the, the test key right there, right in plain sight, open in view for me to be able to behold. And I happened to scan such a test key, and I saw the answers to the questions that I was unsure about. And sure enough, I was right. But... I was so racked with guilt that I knew that I was right, but I wasn't right, and I didn't know if I deserved the answer. So I erased my answer, and I put – I think it was multiple choice. I, I put the wrong answer because I I saw the right answer on the test. Okay, wait. Let me get this straight. So you had you had, you had had answered the question. Yes. You were pretty sure you were right. But I wasn't sure. Sh- wasn't sure, sure. sure. You you looked over and found a test key. Yeah. And confirmed that indeed you had gotten the right answer. 
Yes. But then felt so bad about it that you changed your correct answer on your test. Yes. That sounds like something you would do. <laughs> but I'm going to call bullcrap. <laughs> Are you going to call bullcrap? Yes. Because if you did that, <laughs> I'm going to hang up on you and we're never <laughs> going to speak again because that is so dumb. <laughs> I don't know how to answer now. <laughs> Please tell me you didn't do that. <laughs> Please. John, I'm begging you, man. We've been friends for a long time. I want to be your friend. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want you to think I'm some did, snooty. Uh, did you face. seriously do that? I did. Did you? <laughs> I did. I felt so bad. I didn't intend to cheat. It was an oh accident. Oh my gosh, John! <laughs> You're such a nerd. Uh, I don't even want to be a Christian anymore. You're so <laughs> freaking. Your soul is bleached white. Oh. I don't know. There's enough crap in me. To, oh, my <laughs> gosh. I'm sure it stinks. All right. Well, I got to let you go now. It's been a good run. Oh, okay. John, yeah. really? I, I didn't really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you changed your answer to the wrong answer on purpose. It wasn't enough for you to just be like, hey, at least I got it right. And then well, just quit looking and move on with your life like like a normal normal kid would do. I, I, I actually let me just say that I think a normal kid would have kept cheating. A, a, a good kid would have said, "Oh, I got that right, but I can't look at any others. I'm gonna yeah, move on." Well. But John, super good kid. <laughs> no, I'm says, not. I'm a bad kid. I've got to change that. I'm going to change it to the wrong answer. Punish myself. <laughs> You're like freaking Dobby the house elf who beats his head against the wall every time he talks bad about his masters. Bad Dobby! Bad Dobby! <laughs> you don't even know what I'm talking about no because you don't know anything about Harry Potter. So you're a bad John! Oh my gosh. I, it was, uh, I was in middle school. I'd have got a hundred. That's what I'd have got. <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking, if if she saw me accidentally look over there, she's gonna think that I cheated. So I can't, I can't, you know, you, let her know that I did cheat. So were you just a bundle of nerves? Your 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 whole know. childhood? Did you just worry about things? I, I worry for you. <laughs> it's all normal to me, so I don't know. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's a true story. <laughs> so convicted. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so so Jesus is dying on the cross, right? Okay, yes. and he's like, just for a second, just in the back of his mind, a little bit of that uh, Garden of Gethsemane crap comes creeping back into his head, and he says, "Am I doing the right thing?" And he looks up to heaven and he and it's just before God turns his back on him and God's like, Yeah, you're doing the right thing. If it was John instead of Jesus, John would have jumped off the cross <laughs> and said, well, I have to do it wrong now because I was doing it right and I confirmed it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, well that's that's probably why I am not the savior of the world. Thankfully. Uh, you're you're better. <laughs> so are you saying that. you're better than Jesus now? No. Oh, how did I say it? That's John. why I'm not the savior. That's why because you're too good. You were too good for the job. That's what no, you're saying. No, 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 no. I understand. I get I'm, what you I'm mean. I'm unworthy to even untie. I really like salad. <laughs> it doesn't show. Doesn't I mean, it does. <laughs> <laughs> See, at least I, I what the right answer was. <laughs> tried to be Christian. I really like you. That's what you're supposed That's to right. say. That's right. I really like you. Uh, all right, let's do some listener stories. That was great. Uh, uh, nobody's going to listen to your story today because everybody's wondering about John as a child and what was wrong with it. What's wrong with him? 
You really did that. I did. <laughs> you know, I, I, and it, uh, it obviously I, stuck with you for all these years too. And it's funny. I didn't remember it until I was walking through the halls at the school the other day. And I was like, huh, I remember when I was their age. <laughs> oh, I almost cheated. <laughs> so. I anti cheated. I, I got it right. And then used my cheating skills to do worse on my test. <laughs> wow. To do worse. That's great. I was so racked with conviction. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's beyond conviction. I didn't fail the test if that, you know, I guess. It's good, right? I'm sure the devil feels conviction once in a while. He's like, man, what have I done? I have I have just, once in a while, it's all got to catch up with him. And he's just like, yeah, but I'm so deep in it now. There's no going back, you know? <laughs> but if if he had John's mentality, he... <laughs> He'd just be like, "Oh, I can, I can make this right. I'll just, I'll just be good, but still burn in eternity forever. It'll be okay." So, <laughs> wow. I don't know. <laughs> I'll just stop being bad now. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry for making fun of you, John. You, you really do impress me, but in a <laughs> no, really I weird don't way. Made fun of. So I judge myself. <laughs> My inner critic judges me enough, so I, I don't have to deal with it. So, All right, listener stories. This is called Wet Blanket from Mama Boys, and uh, never has a title fit a story so well. I recently went to a Christian camp as a counselor. On the last night of camp, the kids get to watch a movie on the floor of the gym and bring snacks and blankets. One of the boys, third grade, had a crush on one of the girls in fifth grade from a different church, but they were uh, they were on our team at camp. So the two of them had come up with a plan to lay next to one another next to the movie and watch it together Mm. along with the 400 other kids that came to camp. First of all, no way. No. Mm -mm. That's never (laughs) happening under my watch. But anyway, it's not my group of kids, so the story goes on. During the time, three to four adults were supervising and the other counselors are in the cafeteria munching on chicken wings. So I had heard rumors of this epic movie date and decided to check on them before I joined the other adults. Sure enough, the two Twitter-pated kids were lying side by side. No, they ain't. Not in my... Mm-mm. Nope. Side by side. Side by side. No way. Uh, but no- nothing but a foot between them. So I plopped myself, she says, right down between them and settled in for the movie. Well, good for you because yeah. I would have wrung that boy's neck and, and had him... Way on the other side, eating salad somewhere. So <laughs> I really like salad. Uh, after protests of you're ruining everything and we wanted to watch it together, I had mercy on the young couple. Nope, not me. And moved to a seat where we could all see one another. Throughout the movie, she would lay her hand in the gap between them in the hopes that he would take her hand. I was a oh damp blanket God. by threatening to sit between them if handholding happened. Good. Good. You, you could have just removed one of them from the premises and made them watch it through a, a closed door. Um, anyway, <laughs> then he was getting uncomfortable and she offered him her pillow. I hopped right up and found an alternative for that one, which was a spare blanket. And I left to join the adults when the young man got more interested in the movie than the girl. He pretty much ignored her for the rest of camp. And that's what you get for being a fifth grader. And like in a third grade guy, what mom, mama boys? So that's insane. That's great. That's that is what you get. Yeah, third, third grade boys have attention spans, and uh, like a beagle. <laughs> she, she she's fifth grader. She was trying her best. Use all her feminine ways. I got ways you don't know nothing about. I got <laughs> got this, gonna hold my hand. I'm gonna put my hand in, in the middle. And uh, not a foot between us. And, and he's just going to slip his hand right on over on top of mine. And true love will happen. <laughs> when I was in third grade, I didn't even know anything about holding No, hands. I didn't either. You know, we're watching Princess Bride for the 14th time. True love. True love. Is there anything true better than true love. love? True love. I don't know. All right. So uh, that was from Mama Boys. John. Take us, take us, take us somewhere else. All right, I, we got a great story here uh, from Tiny. 
from the Earth Oddity podcast in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Woo-hoo! And this is called Scammed by God. Mm-hmm. Do I have to read like an Alabaman? If you want to, but he really does sound like that. So Does he? He might get very offended. Well, listen, uh, <laughs> Alabama's neighbor to I, Georgia. I know. So, I mean, they're also rivals. That's that's true. They do make fun of each other. Yeah. They make jokes on each other. I won't. I'll just read it. My name is Tiny, and I'm also a podcaster who really enjoys that story show, and the Red School Bus is okay, too. Awesome. My story. Thank you, uh, Tiny. That's a good plug there, because Red School Bus is awesome. <laughs> My story is about a time I bought a Blue Yeti microphone off Facebook Marketplace. For those of you not in the know, Facebook Marketplace is a very handy tool where you can buy and sell things that people's like a yard swap type thing. Yeah. It's great. And you could also get murdered. Uh, Really? No. Okay. I didn't know that was uh, for sale on Facebook. No, it's not. Place. It's just scary. I, I, for some reason, think it's scarier than Craigslist, but. Really? Yeah. Because like the people selling it, you can see all the friends. I know. Friends I know. Stuff. It's creepy to me. It is creepy indeed. But uh, anyways, anyway. I, I find it handy. In fact, I just bought a bike off Facebook Marketplace. My son did. I bought a and- Westinghouse television. So <laughs> you might want to give it back. <laughs> Anyways, dude wound up being in my neighborhood. It was awesome. And it's a great bike too. It's a great price. So thanks, dude. Anyways, I typically record my podcast or record with a Zoom H6 digital recorder. Ooh, I have to try H4 to use it. In. As a- are you familiar with the H6? I am not. It's better than mine. Mine's the H4N, so mm. it's a few H6. years old, but it still works great. Yeah. Well, when he tries to use his as a USB interface, it makes his voice sound abnormally deep, like he's in the witness we or witness protection program or something. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what that sounds like. That's just what I. That's what I just made up. So I've been wanting to pick up a USB microphone for some time now to use when I record with other podcasts over Google Hangouts or Skype or whatnot. So I found a used Blue Yeti mic that uh, that a guy was willing to sell for 50 bucks. That's good. And I believe those Blue Yetis, they usually go for over 100 So yeah. that sounds like a good deal. So we planned to meet in the parking lot at the local Target at 9 a.m. the next morning. I didn't know. Do they they have Targets in, in Alabama? <laughs> That's what awesome. are you? What are you trying to say? Well, the only targets a, I've heard about a, in Alabama was the ones that you shoot guns at. <laughs> but, uh, I knew, I knew there was a dig. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tiny. I, that was just a joke. It's not a very good one. It's that so, turkey um, shoot, man. That, that's where you go to get a target. Hey, know? man, we got targets. We got targets all down the range, man. Um, so he woke up the next day, ba- next day, and he had to stop by the bank to get some money on the way to Target. So he got he got his fifty bucks cash. So, I mean, because who carries cash, right? No, nobody in Alabama. No, no, they don't. Apparently, so he messaged the guy and, and he told me to look out for an old beat up Honda. I parked my car, step out, prop up on the hood, and wait for a Honda to pull up when. Sure enough, looking, beaten down Honda pulls up right beside me. Guy rolls down the window and I ask him, hey, man, you got my mic? The guy answers and says, no, man, I don't have no mic, but I'll tell you what I do got, and that's needs. And I asked the man, hey, are you the guy I've been talking to on Facebook? And he tells me that he is. Then he proceeds to tell me all about his problems and how he's homeless and hungry and don't have any gas in his car and that God has placed me here in order to help him and do God's will. Mm. Mm. At this point, I'm thinking he's a guy who lied to me in order for uh, to meet him with cash so he can give me a made up sob story and give him some money. I said, that's what it sounds like to me. Yes, I became furious. I told him how mad I was at him because he had lied to me, how he had wasted my time and that God hadn't put me there that morning. I told him it was you that put me here this morning and by lying to me about a microphone I wanted to buy, you punk. I added that. That was my own words. <laughs> I told him that I would give him 10 <laughs> He's a nice He's going to give him $10. I'll give you $10. Oh, I hate you. You're horrible. God did not put me here. Here's $10. 
here's $10 in the off chance that you really are hungry. <laughs> but I don't believe that you're hungry, and I'm very disappointed in you, and that God would be the judge of you for lying to me. It was at this point he told me that he wasn't the guy on Facebook. Oh. I said, you told me you were that guy. And then he replied, well, I'm not. So then I just told him to drive away because he had gotten $10 out of me and I didn't want to talk to him ever again. So he drove off with his $10. And literally, right as he was pulling away, another beat-up old Honda came pulled up beside <laughs> me. And another guy hopped out saying, I got a sob story for you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, No, just kidding. He said, are you the guy who wanted a microphone? And I was completely gobsmacked. I said, you don't know that guy driving off, do you? Because he told me he was you, and he snookered me out of 10 bucks. <laughs> I told the guy I had to go back to the bank and get another $10 because I now had only $40. If that, ever, if, if that other guy ever hears this, I'd like to say I'm sorry, and it was a case of mistaken identity, but we could have avoided all this if he had just been honest and not pretended to be the guy I was meeting. He could have literally assumed any other identity and gotten a better response from me than accidentally causing me to think he was involved in an elaborate plot to wake me up and early and get me out of the house cash in hand just to try to talk me out of it. Love your show and keep up the good work. Tiny from Earth Oddity Podcast, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Man, Tiny sounds like you, dude. He sounds like a nice guy. <laughs> He's apologizing through our show. To this guy who is, is trying, to, he is, he is, he's apologizing to him through our show, uh, to the guy that that, that was just, I, oh, oh, it just makes me he's mad. He was being Here's $10, go away, I never want to talk to you again. No, God be with you. <laughs> God bless you, you May guy. he judge you to the depths of Hades if you are lying to me. But here's $10. Here's ten dollars, just in the off chance. Just, just the off in chance. Case. You do look a little hungry, and your car is really crappy. But I'm really mad at you because you told me, yeah, that you were the the Yeti guy. Oh, there's no way. I, I'm not good enough as a human to give somebody that I think totally jacked with me to tricked me into getting up in the morning and driving to the target. I'm not giving that guy a dime. I'm sorry. Maybe I would have maybe been upset. I, I would have, he would have not gotten 10 bucks out of me. So, uh, Tiny, I don't know, man. You and John, I look at y'all and I'm in wonder. I <laughs> wonder how we make it around, huh? I wonder how you survive this long as <laughs> in this world. But no, uh, here, speaking of accents, we got a good one for you. This one's uh, coming to us from Jed, and uh, this is called Fat Fear. So, here we go. Hey, James and John. Love your show. Uh, my name is Jed, and uh, just wanted to share this story with you guys. Um, me and my wife, we've been married for almost five years now. and uh, But this story takes place during our engagement. We didn't have a long engagement. Uh, we only were engaged for like four months. And we've always been Christians, uh, always been uh, good, good godly people, even our relationship. I, so, uh, so... We were godly in our relationship, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, we get it. You didn't do it, okay? We get it. <laughs> okay. We get it, buddy. You can just be proud of it. You can just say it. I mean, after all the holiness that we've heard from John and Tiny, <laughs> we got Jed here who kept it kept it real till he got married. That's good. Theme to this show, isn't there? <laughs> I walk on water in my spare time. I do. I I do. Anyway. Okay, Jed. I know this is a clean podcast, so I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even say anything, and he's apologizing. I'm, I'm okay. I, I, I did not have relations with that woman, but I know it's a clean podcast, so I'm not going to talk about it. So... It was important you're... enough to bring up, but I don't want to mention it on your show. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure that this will. 
come into handy for the rest of the the you know the the uh, story here. I'm sure it's, it's yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking too. I I I got a hot sweat coming out of my forehead for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like somebody's staring at oh, me in church. Before John passes out, let's finish this one. <laughs> and uh, uh, but as we were engaged, uh, my wife wanted to get some medicine for the wedding night. And okay, so. <laughs> It's some more talk. What? He wants to get some medicine for the wedding night. What kind of medicine could he be talking? Just say birth control, Chad. It's it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's the kind of medication he's talking about, but man, he's playing it nice. You you super Christians are about to drive me up the wall. It's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just say it. It's okay. Thereafter. And so she was on new medication that she's never taken before. <laughs> we get and, uh, it. <laughs> but we went on a date, and it was at Olive Garden. And at Olive um, Garden, uh, they've they got, got that little dessert booklet. They got breadsticks. It was open or something. Or somehow my wife saw, or my fiance at the time saw, that uh, it had chocolate, some kind of chocolate cake. It was like a chocolate cheesecake or something or another looked really really delicious and my wife loves chocolate absolutely loves it so but she but she never had any never did it's a clean podcast so we're just not (laughs) gonna leave it at that she never partook face dirty of the chocolate cake okay (laughs) just letting you know she looks at it and she's kind of fawning over it and she goes boy i'd like to get that and of course me i was like (laughs) We'll get it if you want it. You know, I don't care. Just get it. And she's like, "Well, she's like, I'm, I don't." Is this a metaphor I'm missing? <laughs> I'd like to get that. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm just going down the wrong path on this one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're about to get married. And I, I'm wondering if this is a metaphor, if if they're if they're if he's if he's just trying to be subtle, like there really is no Cracker Barrel. I mean, uh, Olive Garden. <laughs> no Olive Garden. Th- this is just the, the, she's on this medication, and now there's this temptation of chocolate cake, and he and she wants some of that, and he says, "Well, just get it." And I don't know. I I don't know. Anyway, may, let's just let's just figure it out. Maybe he's for real. I don't think I need it. And I was like, what are you talking about? My wife was like super skinny. She's super small, super skinny. <laughs> so so I was like, why don't you get it? And I thought maybe maybe she was going to say something about not being able to fit in her dress or whatever. So I was kind of ready for that. But she said, well, she said this new medication I'm on, I'm, I'm worried that it's it's one of the side effects. And I was like, what are you talking about? She <laughs> says one of the side effects that it it makes you it might make you fat. And I was like, what are you talking about? I said, what, what do you mean? Like, what, what symptoms? And she said, well, fatigue. Fatigue? Me. Fatigue, you know, I was yeah. like, I kind of had a puzzled look because I thought, are you talking about like, you're not, you're not going to be able, like, you're going to be sleepy, like tired. <laughs> you're not going to like, like, it's going to like, you're, it's just going to sit on you while you sleep or something. Or I, I, it, I wasn't, <laughs> I, I was trying to think on. of all. Possibly, and then it dawned on me. She said, "She said, no, fatigue make, means that it makes you fat." The only thing I could think of, she's seen the word "fat" in, in the word "fatigue." She saw the word. The reason why she thought it would make her fat. So, so anyway, uh, trying to hold back to laugh and not yeah, make fun of it too let much. It out. But I still laugh. tell this story off and on on occasion because it's still it's it's pretty pretty golden so <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed it and keep up the good work guys we'll oh goodness i'm sure i'm sure they're still saving themselves even after the marriage that's how holy they are but um goodness gracious <laughs> fatigue fatigue i'm a real fatigued man um well, <laughs> see and when the first time i listened to it i knew that he he I knew that he had mentioned all of this premarital stuff on purpose. I just I had it in my head that all of that must have had something to do with the cake. You know, that we were we were chased and she's on 
uh, this medication, this special marriage medication. And, um, <laughs> and I, I knew it, it had to come into play somewhere. And so when she was talking about fatigue, I started laughing to myself off camera because I'm like, well, yeah, you do get sleepy afterwards. Um, but it, apparently chocolate cake was really chocolate cake and not um, temptation. So <laughs> you were reading into the story I, too I was. far. I, well, how, why was I not supposed to? <laughs> I don't know. There was so much innuendo in there. It's not even funny. <laughs> he started it off with that. I don't know. I don't understand. But anyway, uh, this one's called uh, from Nathan Bounce House Bloodbath. <laughs> And this one's grosser than gross and the worstest, worstest, worstest story ever. Wait, what? is it is it worse than getting a shower from a sponge? Yes. With yes. Sweat? Oh, you just don't even know. When our and daughter I if I can listen. was eight, our church was having its annual business meeting and had rented a Jolly Jump bounce house to keep the kids entertained. About halfway through the meeting, one of the child care workers frantically motioned for my wife and I Hey, come step out of the sanctuary. Your daughter needs you. We pride ourselves on keeping level heads. So without saying a word, we both decided to give this worker a bit of perspective by casually making our way out of the back area of the church. And when the worker noticed our gait did not match her, her intensity, she said, I would run if I were you. So we took the hint and started sprinting. And they directed us to the kitchen where we found our daughter in the kitchen with blood running from her mouth to the ground. Now, at this time, she had lost two of her top front baby teeth, and one of those, an adult tooth, had grown in. This adult tooth was now dangling sideways <sighs> in front of her open mouth, holding Shiny. on by a single piece of gummy flesh that uh, attached halfway up the tooth. Grown-up teeth. For singing, Matt. Grown-up teeth are long. So apparently she had been jumping in the bounce house while holding on to the net side. Uh, her feet uh. slipped out from <laughs> under her and the net went behind her front four teeth on top <laughs> and flossed them forward <laughs> out of her mouth. Stop. Completely removing the two remaining baby <laughs> teeth and leaving the grown up tooth to dangle. <laughs> Put a sound bite in there. Uh. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> We that hot sweat that I had earlier has turned into a full-on sweat. Oh, we threw her in the car and made sure someone was watching her younger brother, and we drove to the emergency room. <sighs> now, if anyone, if anyone should have an iron countenance, you would think it would be the emergency room nurse. They've seen it all, right? But from the moment we arrived till we left the hospital, every single nurse that looked at my gory little girl visibly winced. <sighs> Can you please keep it together for my daughter, who was obviously terrified I wanted to yell at every one of them? Finally, the doctor arrived and was surprised that we hadn't just tried to put the adult tooth back in the socket. So casually and confidently, the doctor grabbed the tooth and what? told me to grab my daughter's hand and he shoved it back in Oh, where it came from. And he guessed there would be a 50% viability on that tooth. What? But she's 17. I know, I know. She's 17 now, and the tooth remains. <laughs> Back at the church, a high schooler dutifully searched the grass surrounding the Jolly Jump for two baby teeth, but came up short. Miraculously, the tooth fairy ignored her standard no tooth nor quarter rule <laughs> and put a little something extra under my daughter's pillow. It it was many years before the inflatable appeared at church grounds again, Nathan. Gosh. Thank you for sharing, Nathan. We love you. Yeah, Nathan. Thanks. My mouth hurts. And now I just imagine his 17-year-old daughter only has one tooth. <laughs> Hi, Mom! Miraculously, it still remains. I want some chocolate cake. Only... I'm marrying my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just mercy. I just made fun of Jeb's wife. I'm sorry, That's Jeb. That's not nice. I didn't mean to. <laughs> just imagining this one giant tooth lady. So. I'm feeling some fatigue coming on. <laughs> I need to go on a diet. 
Oh man, <laughs> that was a great story. Both of them were. Yes, they were, and and I apologize for my mind. It's just I think it's in it's in rebellion to John's purity. I really do. <laughs> You're making up for it. Listen, I am not a, a saint, uh, although that's I what a saint would one. say, John. It's exactly <laughs> what they would say. Well, uh, you, we have time for uh, yes. Mrs. Dist. Yes, Miss Dist. Miss Miss Dist. So uh, this comes to us from Nate. The other night, my wife called to chat, and she walked out of the uh, as she walked out to her car after getting out of work. And at one point, she said, "Hold on." I got to get my pepper spray. There's a weird guy over there. I tried to assure her that uh, she had nothing to worry about, but she retorted, but what if he's a pedophile? (laughs) And so now I had to choose my next words carefully. (laughs) So I said, honey, you're 31. 31, You have to worry about pedophiles trying to get you. A little out of the age range there. (laughs) So then she couldn't make up her mind if she was more mad at me for saying that she said something stupid or if uh, (laughs) that I inferred that she's old. So I think she should be mad at him for her saying something stupid because <laughs> what if he's a pedophile? What if he's a pedophile? Well, you got nothing to worry about. You're fine, old lady. <laughs> it's the, it's the one time it's okay. It's, it's just going to get my pepper spray just, just in case. going to get it out. I have super spicy. Great. I have, um, I have aged pepper spray. I have this very special kind with, diamond dust in it that's supposed to embed itself into the this eyes just hot sauce this, and this, this is frank's red hot bottle this is just a a, a, a a it's just tear gas that i have in my purse that i save for the peds for the pedophiles so <laughs> i don't know i uh i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to be near a pedophile but um if if one was walking past me, I, I don't think I would be the target audience there. So <laughs> anyway, uh, this is a voicemail from Sarah. It's called uh, God's Tweet. Goes something like this. This story is short and needs to be an audio version. So here it goes. The teacher in our church class asked an adult to say an opening prayer. The man stood up and started, Our dear Father in heaven, text notification came from the man's pocket. The room full of adults tried not to laugh, but we all learned that day that sometimes God communicates through cell phones. Does he now? Hope you like the story. (laughs) So thank you, Sarah. I love it. Short and sweet, and that is a great way to end out (laughs) on this wacky, zany, holier-than-thou episode of uh, That Story Show. Woohoo is right! Dear Heavenly Father, I'm listening. Anyway, uh, hey, do you have a funny story about Craigslist or being scammed by God? Um, Do you you have a a story that makes James think you're talking about stuff you're not supposed to be talking about? (laughs) Or whatever, I don't know. Send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Also, if we read your story, we owe you a sticker. So send your address to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Our Instagram is at thatstoryshow. Follow us on there. We got some good stuff going on during the week. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And if you like the show, check out Red School Bus. It is great, and it's a lot more like it's it's a lot like this. It's just me and my daughter. And um, yeah. and it's fun for the whole family. So thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Zane Estrada, Janu Streisbeck, and Carrie Wright. Become a patron and support the show at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, if something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or premarital happens to you, <laughs> don't get stressed. Don't get depressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on That Story Show. John's still laughing. <laughs> He's giggling like a schoolboy. A schoolboy who changed his answer on his test because he found out it was right. Uh, <laughs> but I could have been caught. I would rather lose a point on the test and be accused of cheating when I didn't. You're 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 a hot mess, John. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.